Hello and welcome to Camera Center UK's podcast. Here we get to see some uh, creatives as well as talk to some of the brands about the new technology. Today we've got Garrett Radford and he's going to be talking about OM systems and uh, micro photography. So yeah, so first of all, explain a bit about yourself and uh, what you do. You literally just did the perfect explanation of who I am and what I do. So thanks, man. I, I, yeah. I thought I, I thought that was actually quite smooth. To be yeah, honest. that was like, super uh, smooth. I'm actually getting to the point where I can talk properly, and it's great. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm Gary. So I got a couple of years on you guys. So when I was growing up in the like, you know nineties, yeah. up in the Ronda Valleys, you didn't have that much to do. You know, you had four channels. I won't say Arnold was finished. I was like done with Tally yeah. going outside. And um, I basically found that I got real interest in nature and specifically into really small things in nature, like bugs and stuff. I couldn't get enough of them when I was a kid, not eating them. Like, <laughs> I, just I couldn't get enough of them. Some uh, tasty little crunchy snacks. <laughs> so yeah, slugs go down easier. Like. <laughs> yeah, so I figured, you know, um, I love nature. I loved exploring and I, didn't actually get into photography until, you know, my early 20s. Mm. I, my parents bought me this little, I think it was like a Panasonic something or other, you know, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like 50 quid now. Um, but they, it had like this little flower icon on there. You tap that and then they made it into like a macro camera. Mm. And um, I got addicted to it since then. Really? And, yeah, that was the thing. Um, and I just played with that little thing for years and years. And then I became a dog groomer. I was learning how to do one of those, be a dog groomer. Like <laughs> it was like one of the coolest things ever. I loved it. Oh, hundred um, percent. Dogs yeah. are amazing. They're awesome. You just chill all day with animals. Yeah. You, but you know, they got bit way too many times and they'd like to admit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I washed a lot of dogs, saved up and then I bought my first ever camera and then, um, just fell in love with it. And it's just been like the wildest ride ever since then like i never imagined that it would like we'd be doing this i'd be like a photographer in this like sense yeah that was never really the plan they just kind of grew it's awesome yeah grew like a <laughs> grew, well, it grew like a little mushroom you know it started yeah you could you could you could say that you're the fun guy of the uh macro photography world i'm, I'm surprised no one said this before no, everyone said that before. <laughs> okay. So, not necessarily original, but I thought it no, was No, I was like, nobody said it in like, this kind of context. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, well, it is fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's the kind of photography that gives you Peter Pan syndrome, I call it. Oh, it yeah. connects you to that little explorer inside that we've got, you know, yeah. and it encourages you to basically experiment and play have fun again and it's the most i think macro is the most sort of accessible form of photography there is once you actually buy the macro lens mm. you, you're in control of your photography that you haven't got to wait for elements like landscapes have to wait for conditions yeah 100%. if you're a portrait or events photographer you have to rely on certain other things but the macro you can photograph anything and it looks cool <laughs> yeah effectively effectively yeah. um there was a scientist i think it's something Feynman, yeah, George Feynman or something. Artist asked him, you know, you can't see beauty like I see beauty, you know. And uh, there, there's going to be a link here, don't worry. Yeah. But um, but the idea is, you know, I, I, I've been around a lot of landscape photographers and landscape photography tends to be the go-to for a lot of people. And rightfully so, it is beautiful seeing the world in... Um, ironically, the best word for it is actually the macro sense because macro is supposed to be... It's word for large, do you know that? 
No. It's, it's the word for large. It's not actually... Um, we need to... So micro, macro. Macro is um, actually... So when you use macros in for like computer science, uh, you use macros in terms of the large sets to manage a large whole. Okay. The reason why macro uh, lenses are actually called macro lenses is because they make the small things bigger. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. That um, that's my guess. Anyway, it's, it's probably not working. Is it actually? Yeah, it See? Oh, I'm a... I'm a... But it really should be called a micro lens, but it's not because people yeah get asked why don't we call it micro photography and now yeah. i know why they're asking me that question that yep you're right yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got something to say uh every time people ask you that now i'm gonna um, change my i'm a garrett radford micro photographer mm. uh, but going going back to uh the, the the scientist what he said to the artist is um because because he's a scientist he sees beauty in another sense that the artist couldn't necessarily understand because he see uh beauty within the the way atoms come together you know the science in between everything and i very much think that micro photography from the way you're explaining it is very much like that so you know you got a load of people that do shoot a more you know massive landscapes bigger models and stuff like that but the way you see the world and through looking some for you through looking some of your photographs and like the reason why I think so many people went to your stand at Wales and West is because you see beauty in a way that people don't necessarily see beauty. That's very kind. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had that. That's almost emotional. I was getting emotional. My, my, honestly, my, my, <laughs> my spirit's lifted. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, but, but no, I do think there is something about that with what you were saying. Um, yeah, I think it's actually a really interesting way to kind of put macro photography. It's... Um, yeah, I count myself mostly as like a nature photographer, I guess. Yeah. I photograph nature, but it just so happens that I use a macro lens. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of like the same rules. So yeah. like, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily like focused on like plants, flowers, or yeah. bugs. I kind of shoot everything under the like. Then if mother nature made it, I'm going to try to photograph it with a macro lens. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely a hundred percent. And that is a good segue to what is the lenses that you use? Oh, I can do my back. That was, that was a smooth yeah, segue, wasn't it? You've done this before, haven't you? I, I, I feel I've done this to your other fourth, you're going to be the fourth uh, potty person on the podcast. Mm. We still have yet to name it. So if you've got any ideas for names in the comment section, then uh, put them down below. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll I'll chuck some in the comments when I think. Yeah, yeah, I have to dwell on it. Yeah, we had but, a couple of good ideas. <laughs> we, had a, we had a couple of good ideas. One being, what was it? Guardian? No, Gladiators, Gladiators. Banquet. <laughs> Gladiators <laughs> Banquet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I really want it to work, but I don't know if it would. I don't think so. No. But you can shoehorn it. <laughs> I, I can I can definitely put it down the maybe aisle because that just sounds epic. <laughs> anyway, before we get distracted, lenses. your lenses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> this is a photography podcast, yeah. Since the 19mm from OEM systems came out, that's pretty much been on my camera mm. the entire time. I've got to go there yet, no, you're it's wild, yet. man. It's um, it's got the field of view of a 180mm macro lens, yeah. So, if you imagine if they're insects, yeah, yeah, like they don't want you getting close to them, so you can be really far away, yeah. But it can photograph at something like four to one life size as well. So it's got the advantage of being further away and magnifying more. Oh, and then you can, if you chuck it on, say, not chuck it, gently place it on something like an OM1, um, you've got eight stops of stability built in there then. It's, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, traditionally when I started a long time ago, 
Uh, as a back on a long time ago. Long time. Not actually that long. A I long time ago in a place far, far away. I was I was this tall six years old. <laughs> I was this tall. <laughs> <laughs> no, um traditionally if macro photography was in all the books I'd read, yeah. it was about get your camera on a tripod, shoot with a remote and all that stuff. And um it's like we've it's a completely different ballgame now. We sh a lot of macro photographers are shooting handheld in the field using you know we, a lot of us use yeah. flash, um, but I'm shooting like focus stacks without a flash and a natural light at like times two times four yeah. magnifications nowadays, and that's unheard of. Like you go back a couple of years, ten years or whatever, it was like that's a wild to imagine, isn't it? Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's crazy. Like photography is continually getting more and more advanced. I mean, my my, my camera choice is the uh, Sony A7S and the uh, FX6, purely because of the no light potential of that camera. Mm. And for me, because I'm uh, a bit more of a run and gun shooter, it's um, really useful in that retrospect. But I think what's interesting for to you and why I wanted to get you on board here, uh, you know, to the podcast and stuff, is because. You know, micro four thirds isn't necessarily something I I would have ever really picked. Um, but the the quality of photos that you get out of it is and that like really good. And to be honest with you, it's one of those Olympus do do some really good cameras. I just have never gone over that because they've never been very video centered. They've kind of introduced video yeah. as videos got more important, but you know they they've always been kind of like a, a photography, and then Panasonic has been the yeah, I think yeah, that's fair. I think yeah. that's fair to say. Um, Olympus and OM systems, as we uh, as we are now, um, they they're pretty much more geared towards um, image making. Yeah. But I said that I found myself dabbling in macro video and stuff because there may be some sort of like um, you know visual limitations that are uh, you know within the camera, so to speak. Yeah. But um, it has a lot of advantages, so I can shoot handheld macro video where I know that. It's going to be so That's not easy, is it? And also, because of the actual sensor size, it means I can get like twice as close to this as my traditional setup. Because I, I came from a full frame setup, yeah, and I had the same reservations, really. Yeah, um, I'd spent I think 20 or 30 grand or something on all my photo gear back in the day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's one yeah. of those things. What like thing I would say to that end is like. You know, you really got to consider what, like, what's right for you whenever you're looking to buy a camera. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, these smaller systems do offer some really good photography. And like, I think for a long time, um, you know, I used to do weddings quite a bit, and full frame was like everything to me. Mm. Um, but through working with Camera Center and you know doing some of the events and stuff like that, you start to realise that these cameras have, you know, uh, where they may not be within. Uh, your parameters of like okay full frames the best but like realistically it's what suits what because what you do the microphone third system works really well it's exactly it and um the the other system i was using it was i was fighting against it constantly and it was actually ruining my joy i hated using it yeah um and my friend was using olympus at the time and his images are looking great yeah the lenses are super sharp so I just figured, well, I'll give it a try. So I asked them for like a pro one and um, that arrived and my gear was on eBay within about two days. <laughs> you just felt better. It it's felt right. Things. And I think, I think it's what, what's great about Wells and West for a lot of people is because they actually got to try out the gear and, you know, see if switching was the right thing for them. Yeah. And stuff like that as well. Because I, I, 
I, I, I think a lot of people bought uh, o, o, <laughs> OM system stuff. I need to. I keep thinking on systems. I'm sorry. OM systems. Um, a lot of people bought OM systems that day purely because of kind of the shots that you were getting out of it. Um, a lot of folks um, will buy it as a separate system. Yeah. So you know, if they're interested in macro photography, yeah. the benefits for that system is so great for macro work that a lot of people just end up buying the camera for that specific reason yeah 100 um they want to do macro and when you consider the price of something like a 200 f4 yeah. macro lens um and they don't actually focus that that close one to one so 35 yeah. mil so yeah. you can get something like um say a 60 mil yeah which is 120 and yeah. like that big put it on an om1 and then you go two to one yeah stability in camera focus stack and all these things yeah and um, a lot of people know just Boy, completely separately. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I have actually, I haven't actually told you this, but I have actually tried out an Olympus. It was an OMD. So it was back when um, OM Systems was Olympus. Um, and it was the EM1 Mark II. That was so, my first one. Was that yeah. your first one? Yeah, it came from really, D5. Really good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was my first kind of foray into kind of like using a micro for thirds camera at the time. Um, and I will say I really actually quite like the stabilization on it. It was actually surprisingly good for what it was. And I think at the time I was on an A7 III or an A7S II. Um, so comparing them, you know, it was interesting that you could get very smooth footage um, and really good photos by just, you know, what was in there. And I think Olympus do have that really um, good stabilization for their photography as well because you were talking about being able to shoot handheld with it and I think that's a massive bonus it's unreal and um, I started using like for the focus bracketing feature on my yeah. camera a lot more so it's like stacking it doesn't blend them together yeah I make I can shoot I shoot in you know 150 frames you know hand holding it letting the bracket go and then blend them later and 150 you know, frames yeah and there's people who shoot more than that like you know there's um I, I, I wouldn't have thought you would yeah, have actually been able to do you keep it steady and just let it run but that's the massive advantage so it's got the bracketing feature but you can, you can just hold it still does it blend those photos automatically or is that something you have to do in post you do that in post but if you yeah. use like um the, the in-camera stacking yeah instead of bracketing yeah then it'll you can shoot between 3 and 15 frames yeah and then it'll blend them oh nice so if you're not like super close up um 15 frames is plenty yeah um but now the night is out and it focuses like twice as close as the um not as close actually i'll say it focuses tw it magnifies twice as much yeah as the 60. okay so it just that means i have less depth of field so yeah. i have to shoot more frames what camera do you actually shoot then because we haven't actually talked about that yet we haven't talked about the cameras yet no. i'm using the om1 oh and i've got the em1 mark three as well that's like my secondary camera okay um but i love the om1 yeah it's all just really cool <laughs> yeah. it's this the one for me um so what are the specs of that then the i think the biggest advantage that i found from the om1 save coming from the mark three is yeah. the, the speed of everything yeah so it's the computational stuff it's just so fast now <laughs> and you know if you imagine you imagine you you get it right yeah, yeah. You, you you walk around you find a butterfly you think holy smokes that thing's pretty i'm gonna shoot a focus stack of that okay i'm gonna go half click i'm gonna shoot 15 frames and then i'm gonna blend them but that blending process so you used to take like 10 seconds or something that yep. way it takes like five tops oh nice so even that that's even good. that little thing yeah. is insane but that's like the tip of the iceberg with it yeah it's um the the increase in stability 
I've noticed that is unreal. So that's yeah. how I'm able to push the stacks. The actual um, focus stacks, I get more keepers. Yeah. Shooting from there. But it's got like, it's got, it's just some wild, wild things in there. <laughs> I, I don't give it a the features that are in there. Because no? it's not, you know, I'm a macro person. Yeah. So I tend to like build my camera around the stuff that I use. Yeah. yeah. But it's got some like, it's got like star detect autofocus in there. So you can be shooting oh. in the dark, you half click and it'll just thank the stars for you. So if you're in task, it's pretty good for you, will do like stuff like that. It's got live view, so you know you can shoot like a night scene. You yeah. Can see the picture building. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think it's been there, cool. I've been on there for a while because yeah. I remember that and it was really cool. I think it was one of the first to actually introduce that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, handheld high res mode works like a dream now. Yeah. So like I can shoot um, like a 50 megapixel file out of my Metal Four Thirds. Oh. Like so, as long as nothing's moving. You're okay, but if you bang on a tripod, you can get nightly. Yeah. So it's just wild, isn't it? Yeah, no. So it has a lot of like growth room inside of the system. Yeah. Itself. So lots to it. Lots to it. Yeah. I need to try it out. I'll, I'll see if I speak to Olympus about um, getting some on the channel. Yeah. There's this. This. We perhaps we'll have to do something where we'll go out and bone together and shoot some macro with one. Oh, it's like with a lot of these things. It's like talking about is one thing, but you know. The reason why I think the cameras do well at trade shows and stuff yeah. is you pick one up and you you just feel it. There. Yeah. And I think um, when you shoot with one, that's where you kind of really get to know the benefits of it. Yeah, hundred percent. One of one of the um, Olympus systems that I, uh, OM systems, I don't think they've actually done one yet. Is the Pen F? Are they going to be doing a Pen F? I have no idea. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm not privy to any of it. They already see it coming. Yeah, it's just like we're not going to give him any insider information. So you're you. like you're like you're like Tom Holland with the guns. That's just how he comes. Too excited. No, yeah. To be fair, I'm 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 excited about camera gear as well. To be yeah. Well, that's the thing is, there's like anything new that comes out, and I try to find the. The way that it could improve my shooting experience and the images that I get. Yeah. So when the Mighty Mill came out, for a long while I challenged myself to just mostly just shoot under natural lighting conditions with it. Yeah. Um, it's easier with things like bugs, um, with yeah. things like mushrooms than bugs. Yeah. It's easier with those because they don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but like when the lens was like first kind of like announced and yeah. it was going to be coming out, I got it. Yeah. before the release date right <laughs> and then um, <laughs> like I was like okay I, I gotta get some like new images for myself yeah. like for this thing it's just like but I made this read up real real bad error and that like I forgot that I was like pushing 40 right and I like started to carry the way to the gym right <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was like two weeks before I had to get some images out yeah, yeah, and I like hurt my back, so I was like crawling around my garden like a slug, just really trying to like, shoot these shoot these images. But um, I could just imagine the conversation between you and a slug. It's like I know how you feel right now, buddy. As I'm jealous, we get back like. <laughs> but you know what? Because um, I feel like a lot of my work has been like based around the stuff I'm finding in my garden lately. Yeah, so I've got to know that space really well. I knew kind of where the lighting was going to be and yeah. all where the subjects are likely to be yeah and um having that field craft that knowledge yeah. there really saved me man yeah because um i could only shoot for like five minutes at a time okay and i got some some of my like wilder shots yeah. doing that mm -hmm. because like you know you're like under a little bit of pressure yeah i think that 
you kind of do better. That's what you yeah, do. Yeah, I'm one of those people that actually I feel like I would actually work better under pressure, to be honest. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. You kind of need the fire there to do yeah. cool. You'd be like, yes, I need to do this. Yeah, it falls <laughs> And then you have like this, and then you start crying. <laughs> and then you pull through it in the end. Yeah, oh, my university days, they were good. The best, of it? Yeah, I'd even work to the last minute, handing it in. Last second. Still, like, I know. Yeah. yeah. You need it, though. But it's like, that's. I think that's where you grow. Yeah, 100%. And um, that's why I'm grateful to be a freelancer, in yeah. some respect. Because I think um, without that fire, I don't think I would develop the creative and artistic yeah, side that we've been trying to work on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm glad about that. <laughs> but you know, I've, that lens came out and I found um, I found this minuscule like mushroom. It's like this big. Yeah. And it's growing on a leaf. And because um, I was working in natural light, I figured, well, I'm just going to go in this like the, the good light. And um, the sun had just been setting yeah. and it, was, it just illuminated this mushroom and it looked as though it was on fire. And I was like, if my back didn't go, I wouldn't have this <laughs> If I didn't break my body. Yeah. If I yeah, and it's still feeling it now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just one of those things where, you know, I, I had to look for those opportunities. And it, that lens changed the way I shoot now. Yeah. It really feels like that. Um, I'm going to say that I am back into... What lens was that again, sorry? Oh, the Nike. The Nike. The 90 mil. You, you, love, you love that 90. You go to some bedroom and everything. <laughs> It's got a little sign. It's got a little, it's got a little crib. I go, night, night, little night. Speak to it, speak to it. It's like, shh, shh, look at that. Yeah, when they were, you know what you read? What is it? I want to talk to you about this really cool shot that I'm about to get. Yeah, I got this really cool light. We're going to work really hard together. I'm super excited. I know. I felt really bad though, because I put his favorite show on. I left his lens cap on. I didn't see anything. like <laughs> oh, but yeah, we give it a go. Yeah, hundred percent. And Nike, it's it's insane. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to be away um, next month anyway, so uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, well, yeah, come down. Um, let me know in yeah. advance, and we'll go to the places where there's always yeah. coffee and cake. And we'll make sure, because because of course you were a musician before. Yes. Um. So like, and and it was like heavy heavy metal kind of stuff. Love you it. said, yeah. love it. Yeah. So like, it's, it's it's quite interesting to see the sort of like. Uh, difference between the stuff that I've seen on the online, which is this like wishy washy kind of like, like nice music and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, and then of course you do you do metal. I think there should I think there's cause for a heavy metal. I think you're right. Macro. I hate it too long, man. I hate it. <laughs> I well, the thing is like bugs look like metal, yeah. and I think that's probably why I like them. <laughs> they do that's look good enough for me. Yeah. They do look very metal, to be fair. They do. Yeah. Like, did you see the video I've recorded and chucked out yesterday? I think come with a disclaimer because, like, a lot of like um, families follow my yeah. account for that reason. I'm kind of like positive. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, right, this is cool. I gotta share it. But it was like, I found this beetle, right? Oh, it was the, it was the, the bug. Yeah, 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 yeah. The eating like, this head off, like, in front of my eyes. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> This is metal! I said it's metal! I like, yeah, one of my favorite bands at the moment is like uh, Motionless in White, and they got yeah. a song called Undead Ed. Yeah. And it's about like a headless horseman. <laughs> and I was like, if this doesn't be you, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I put the tune on there. Yeah. Little disclaimer for the wee nipples who might get yeah, yeah, like, yeah. eternally traumatized by seeing the. <laughs> one of the favorite. Oh, na- na- nature's violent, man. It is, especially but- with bugs and stuff. Like I said, man. Like you know, if reincarnation <laughs> is real, like <laughs> the last thing you want to come back as is a bug. Like first choice is a typhoon. <laughs> What was, what was quite funny though is he looked at me he was just like I've seen some I've stuff seen some man stuff. like yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just I, I wake up I have to walk up to the woods at night and just scent them myself I see some gnarly stuff and the yeah. thing is and I'm kind of guilty in some respect of painting the false narrative of the natural world to some degree Yes. And consistently showing the pretty stuff. Yeah. And if it was something gross, I was like hesitant to like yeah. shoot and share yeah. it. But it's it's a disservice to the natural world, really. Yeah, yeah. It's like these bugs as cute as I think they are. Yeah. Um. There's a side to them. <laughs> there's a side to them. There's a side to them. They're merciless. That's like, that's that's just metal. That's what. It's just metal. It's metal, baby. It's metal, baby. <laughs> So you you are a big advocate of uh, photo stacking. Do you want to do a little bit on that? Yes. So when you're working super close up to your subjects, um, you have quite a limited depth of field. Because like the closer you get, the less depth of field we have in it. Yeah. Um, so when you shoot with a macro lens, f11 looks like f1. There's like nothing there. So to overcome that, we can use a technique of focus stacking. Yeah. And that's where we shoot multiple images yeah. at different focusing distances. And then we can blend all the sharp bits together and then just throw the blurry bits in the bit. So you get more depth of field on your subjects that way. Okay. But you can use it for other reasons as well. Yeah, for other reasons. So I chatted about him, the talk at, yeah. um, at Where's the West the other day. Yeah. So you can use it kind of creatively. So you imagine if you've got, I use mushrooms as an example, because they ain't going nowhere. And we're fast approaching fungi uh-huh. So yeah, and oh, I'm dreading the summer going, man. Yeah, yeah. Open my bugs and then we'll die. It's so sad, but then you get to be <laughs> the fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be the fun guy. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do a counter every time I make that joke. Every time you do that, the folks are not gonna eat your biscuit. Yeah, I gotta eat your biscuit. Yeah, we're not, we're not gonna be a drinking channel. We're gonna be an eating biscuit channel. Yeah, bring your own bowl home. Yeah. To be fair, this is usually released on Sundays, so uh, it'll be uh, Bring Your Own Bourbons. There we go! <laughs> that's it! Bring Your Own Bourbons. That's, yeah, that's, that's what we should call the podcast, oh God, Bring Your Own Bourbons. Yes. Can I get, like, 2% of all the the, <laughs> the, the feats? The crumbs? Like, the crumbs, oh. I mean, Damn it. <laughs> okay, it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Focus, cool the crumbs. <laughs> yes. So imagine you've eaten a biscuit, right? Yeah. <laughs> imagine you're photographing a bourbon. Yeah, okay, and you've got like, you're on the bee, right? Yeah. You know they got the bourbon printed. Yeah, yeah. So you imagine you're focused on the bee, right? Yeah. And they get all the way over to the end at the end. Yeah. Like, you can't really do that in one shot in the, through the macro lens. But you can photograph the B, the O, the U, the R, the N, all the way right the way through, and blend all those together. And then you end up with one really sharp picture of a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> that's great it's, it's a good analogy yeah it's good it's better than a mushroom but yeah. also like you can use focus stacking creatively yeah so you know if you shoot the feature at like f11 yeah because you want to get like all your subjective focus yeah problem with that is that it pulls your back ones in as well yeah and I'm, i like 
a shallow depth of field, but I also like my subject sharp. Yeah. So I'm in my camera and I can set the distance, they call it the focus differential, right? Ooh. And that's the space between each frame. That just sounds really smart. It's smart, isn't it? I had to practice that word like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> you are just uh, in your house talking to your, your 90 mil and you're going to be like, sorry about that, guys. It seems that the uh, power blew again. <laughs> It's second time today. I um, think it's the ghost. I think it's the it's, it's the ghost. Reported. They follow you. It's the ghost. This is why we probably needed to uh, put a USB of all your photos up here. What'd you call it? <laughs> what'd you call it? Yeah, I called you a USB. USB. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not even a good one like a USB C, you're a no, no, old no, USB. You're a USB. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I am. No, I think we could put the, all this stuff out raw. Put it out, like, I mean, you went to Medusa. You went to Medusa. It's like, yeah, right. You remember you used to be such a successful photographer? Yeah. <laughs> and then you did your first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or we could, like, call it Tangent. That's another one. Because we just I, go I and tangent. Call it out of focus. I out of focus. <laughs> yeah, the out of focus podcast. Yeah, I that's <laughs> actually just continual bangers here, man. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's so why I, I get. Yeah. We should see if we get. We should see if we can get printed our own bourbons, like a camera center bourbon. Do you know what <laughs> a photographer's favorite cheese is? Bourbons, all it. Wait, there's. I said that wrong. <laughs> Okay, Wait, go. I got a Welsh photography joke if you want. I'm like, try call us back a bit. Okay, here we go. It, it has to be specifically as Welsh, though. It's for late months later because we're rolling. Uh, I'm wasting <laughs> you guys' this time. No, no, I just said no. It's fine. Yeah, well, you might have already heard it. Yeah. Okay, what's the difference between a camera yeah. and a sock? I don't know. One takes four toes, one takes five toes. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the best. No, that was, that, that was, that was, that yeah. was good. It's not bad, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, back on track, sorry. Oh yeah, macro. Oh, we're talking about macro photography. This, that's why I arrived. Yeah. Gary, what's your, what's your favorite photo? My, f oh golly. I'm going to have to kind of see it as well though, mate. Yeah. Yeah. That's tricky actually. That changes all the time. My Does favorite it? one. Yeah. Well, I think after. right now, What's the most recent one I've taken that I kind of really like? Uh, uh, wait. Do you want to get your phone out so we can see? Can I? Yes. Is that allowed? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not cheating. No cheating. Where's my phone? I you Well, I will follow you back if I don't already. Uh, Thank you. Is your account private? Because I don't follow back private accounts. Out of respect. It's my phone. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that was the most honest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't follow private accounts out of respect. I thought it just because people would know it's out of respect. <laughs> oh, Mama reads me right. <laughs> uh, so, photos. Oh, yeah. I don't like any of my pictures. <laughs> oh, man. I saw some of That's my mom's graduation. Congratulations. Yeah, no, she's a doctor. Whoa, that takes some doing. Mm, it does. Seriously, that's a heck of a commitment. Yeah, she went back at 35. 
Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Mental. It's never too late. Like. No, never too late. Photos. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's your favorite. Yeah. Well, the the photo the photo of you. It's a really good photo of you. I took. I, I did it myself. And it took a thousand dollars. Oh, fair enough. Was it like a honey? I shrunk the kids situation where you decided to take a self portrait as a. Yeah. Do you know what? If I actually speak non sentimentally, I think that one probably is my favorite one. Non that one. That's an ant. That one. That one. That's my first ever macro shot. Really? That I can find. Looking back, that's probably my Your first ever one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that started this whole journey, and it's the thing that got me really interested in it. And you know, photography has been like a friend really over the you know, thirteen years now. Yeah. And um, yeah. If it were, like, I love macro photography, so it's still like a huge part of my life. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the fact that I got that image and it worked out, yeah. I don't think I'd be like committed and shooting today. Well, that is a really lovely answer. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, no, that's fair enough. I think, like, I, I want to do this piece um, at some point. Um, I need to work out the semantics for it on nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, nostalgia is an incredibly powerful tool. And, I, and when you're talking about, you know, your best photo there being something that you took on a, a camera a long time ago, but the really why it's your favorite is because you know it's really mean isn't it yeah yeah i think that's the that's the power of photography though isn't it yeah they're, they're, they're memories essentially yeah and um every single photo that i take like when i look back on it i can remember where i was yeah. where the conditions yeah. and like that picture was 13 years ago maybe more i know that's not that long but yeah. you know a busy life. Yeah, yeah, I got a busy life. A lot of <laughs> stuff has happened. Everything. I can yeah. remember where I was stood. Yeah. The, the time of day, I can remember everything, and that's true for. Is that does that with you? Yeah, it does. I'm I'm more I'm more of a videographer, so that's kind of where where things are for, for me. Like video has been a part of my life for such a long time, um, but it, it goes. I say video has been a part of my life, so I've only been doing videos for about ten years but it has uh, been throughout my life so when i'm talking about nostalgia um my childhood my mom pretty much filmed the entirety of it all right um and unfortunately uh when i was young i actually had a sister who passed away of cancer um but i think where my roots come back to um when it comes to why i'm so infatuated by video and everything like that is you know, there are these moments that in time which are only ever captured at, at those particular times. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that to get sympathy, I, you know, it's just whatever. It's just one of those things that I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, having a nostalgia to your image and what you do, um, I can really relate to that. And my favorite photo of all time, I've actually got it printed out somewhere. I don't know where it's gone. Um, I was going to hang it up on the wall and then Terry looked at it and was just like, uh, it's too good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's too good. Take it down. So this was um, at a protest. I'm not going to say what protest it was. 
um, because it's this isn't a political thing. Yeah. But what I loved about it is um, there was just this person with a sign, and it said, "Above all things, I believe in love." And it's cheesy. It's dirt cheesy. I know it's cheesy. It's not, but it's just how the it's just how the light fell on them from the lamps. You got this like slight little lens flare there. The umbrella here, and then you know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's just all of that. Yeah, I mean, you've got you got torture there. Um, and stuff like that, you know, it's. But I like this kind of person here with they kind of got the head in the clothes. <laughs> like, Quite literally, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot of like sim symbolism you know, in that. You know, and it's conducing meaning out of a load of different factors. And um, I took that on an A7S2. Um, it was at a, a, a protest for a leader that just came into power. Um, you know, whatever side of it that lying you for what I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. But um, it's one of those. Photos, I think, I think has some true meaning to me. Um, but like you said, with what you picked there, I think I say a really good, really good answer. Yeah. And uh, thank you for showing me your. Yeah, no worries. Oh, well, we're, we're, you can edit this out. But we're constantly showing reasons to like not like each other. You know, <laughs> we are though in the media. There's always yeah. divisive, right? Yeah. And um, I think the thing that photography in any creative outlet has yeah. is that it unites people. Yeah. It's a shared interest. And I think that it's it's a way of bonding and, and communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important that we kind of like do everything we can to preserve that, right? 100%. I think um, photography, especially because it's such a real kind of cast on things that are happening. Like, nothing, you know, paintings are great, but, you know, photos, I think, really cast a light as to moments in time that I think people, some things need to be remembered, you know, the bad, the good, all of that. Well, I was really, you know, OM systems, because you didn't know, I've had a bit of a problem with Bob and Biscuits, right? And that, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like, it's, it's become like a, it went like, you know, with like certain events that happened over the last couple yeah. of years, right? We all needed advice. <laughs> biscuits for my vice. <laughs> like I ate so many biscuits and so many bourbons that it became part of my brand identity by accident. <laughs> and you know, I go to workshops. Yeah. The lovely folks, <clears throat> my friends on the internet, they, yeah. they will bring me bourbons, the packs of bourbons in in real life. Like, so like, yeah, and I love, I love the community. The photography community is amazing, isn't it? Any advice for people that want to get into a creative field or get into a, uh, a niche in photography? So like, I'm going to let you ponder. We'll just stare deeply into each other's eyes. Oh, and then... <laughs> Find, I think it might be a little cliched, but you know the thing that you genuinely enjoy doing the most? Like, find a way to do that and keep doing it. Um, it could be photography, like you said, it could be videography, but if when you start a career in this kind of thing, you, as you know, you kind of divert and you go off in like different directions. Uh, we, uh, we sometimes do genres that maybe we don't necessarily intend on doing, like yeah. starting off, but, um, that, that thing that, that spark that got you into it, preserve it. It's like a flame in the wind, like, don't lose it. And, um, 100%. Yeah, because this is, this, it's easy to kind of lose it sometimes. Yeah, because I, I think it comes to, I've recently watched Soul, uh, Pixar movie, and you're talking about Sparks, that movie's kind of all about kind of finding your, 
your spark, your inspiration, you know, and no one really knows what that spark's going to be. But when you find it, embrace it. And, and I think that's kind of... Yeah, like yeah. treasure it. Um, but, you know, don't beat yourself up for, like, or look at different standards out there on the internet and stuff. I fell down that hole. Yeah. And I, you see these, like, insane images out there. Yeah. And you start competing in a sense. But it was like, oh, uh, I was like, man, these got, like, years on me. Like, they're amazing. Yeah. But they've got the hours in, innit? Yeah. So you just, like, um, take your own step, your own journey, and just build and just yeah. go from there. Just enjoy it as much as you dare, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it as much as you dare. I like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, um, it's a ride. Yeah. It, is. Yeah, it is. It is a ride. And um, becoming financially dependent, essentially, yeah. on your hobby. Yeah. Um, it's an eye-opener. But it's also, I won't have it any other way. Yeah. It's the only thing I can do. 100%. And it's yeah. the same with me, to be honest with you. I can't, yeah. I can't do anything else now. Do you find that it's like, um, it's the love that you've got for the thing that you do and pulls you through the times that are challenging? Because when you're working in, like when I was working in like other jobs, yeah, I could quit those yeah. and go and do something else. Um, but you can't quit this thing. No. That's why I say you have to kind of pick the thing. Yeah. You like you like the most, yeah. Sustainable, yeah. Way of building a business out of it. Yeah, yeah. And and if you can do, it, I mean, that's kind of what yeah what you need to do. Uh, with me, like, <clears throat> I've wanted to start a YouTube channel doing camera and bits and pieces for a long time. When this opportunity came up, you know, I was just like, yes, this is this is what I want to do. Um, but I've been doing videography um, for 10 years, like I said, and I've done you know, a number of different genres, a number of different fields, and the love of it purely came from the experience of filming and getting the shots. But I think there, there's a certain aspect to it. When you find your flow and the right thing that you want to do personally, stick to it. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you may be doing photography and you're doing landscape photography, but suddenly, like, you take a macro shot. And that you remember how many years later and you're like this is amazing yeah, i want to take i want to take bugs take pictures of bugs i want to be the fun guy third time third time, third, third time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three biscuits three more bits three, three more bits three more bits three more bits three more bits bourbons and blackouts today yeah. <laughs> bourbons and blackouts that's going to be the title <laughs> We don't actually have any bourbons though, dude. I should have got some bourbons. I can go, I can get some, mate. <laughs> I mean, I got a guy. <laughs> I've got a guy. He's just, just going to cut to a shot of him just yeah. going around the corner and there's a guy in a big trench coat with uh, biscuits. Tyler wants to keep us on track. Is there anything else we can have? I think we're okay. Cool. This has been awesome. This has really been like, this has been one of my favourites so far. I've had so, a whale of a time. It's been great. Yeah, there. I want to go. Yeah. So, Geraint, this has been a, a really fun time. We've had a couple power cuts, plenty of uh, talk about bourbons, which has made me hungry. And uh, it's, it's been really interesting to see your perspective on macro photography and also uh, the OM systems, which you, you use uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> if you're looking to get yourself a new OM camera, then make sure you check out Camera Center UK. And also, if you want to get some macro photography, I do hear the 90mm is an incredibly good lens. Garrett Radford, it has been a pleasure having you here and I can't wait to do some more stuff with you, perhaps get you down again uh, for the next show of Bourbons and... Bring your own Bourbons. Bring it on the next episode of Bring Your Own Bourbons. Over and out.
I do. <laughs> I've loved it. Thanks. Thank it's you, man. It's been, it's been wicked. It's been, it's been oh. great. And yeah, thank you for coming down. Thank you for the invitation. We go get some biscuits. Yeah. 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 Before the next blackout, this is where it blacks out now.